Okay, so we're uh, We're starting at the last line and a half of Chafalpum uh, and Beis. Kvitzosef Tatalim Shechurois, right? So we have the Pasuk in Shirashirim. So what is the meaning of that Pasuk? It means um, strings or the fringes are black, black strings. That on every kites, uh the chup of the Yud, whatever you call that, the kites of the Yud, right, that you can... That there's so much to darshan of Torah, and this is along the same continuum that we said on Amad Aleph of Chaf Aleph, that um, endless amounts to learn Tarshim Alpes. So you could have piles, tilim and tilim are piles and piles of alacha. Shchures ka'erev. What does it mean? Black like a raven. B'miata moitzon. Who are you going to find Torah with? B'misha mashkim uma'arev alehim. Somebody who wakes up early and stays up late learning. L'beis ha'medrash. It comes early and leaves late. Rabba Amar. A different one. The wise are considered like a raven, that the Torah is miachis to somebody who's black like a raven. You blacken your face on them. Okay, it means you work hard. You, you, uh, you, you, you fight. You fight to understand. You fight to learn. Rav is considered the, a, a cruel bird. So who are we going to find success? Who are we going to find Torah with? Somebody who is cruel on his uh, family, right, that it's a family sacrifice. It's not just a, you know, Kihada Rav, Ada Barmasna, Vakaozul, the Rav. Ada Barmasna went to Bey Rav. Amrale, Debisu, his wife said, Yenuki Didach, your children, right? He was saying, like, you don't work, you're sitting there learning. What are my Avilu, right? What are they going to eat? What am I going to give them to eat? Amrala, you know what he said to her? Mishlaminu Kurmi Ba'agma. Have all the vegetation, the wild growth in the swamps. Is it all finished? Is it all completed? No. So when that's all done, okay, then come back to me. In the meantime, you're not going to starve to death. Okay. Mushalom of El Panov Lahavi Doi. So this is a Pasuk that we have in the Torah, that Akadosh Baruch Hu says that he pay, that, that, that the Torah says that Akadosh Baruch Hu pays back, Mushalom, he pays back L'sainov to those who Hashem hates. El Panov Lahavi Doi. Okay. And what it means is that he has an urge to punish Rishayim. So what does this mean? I'm Rishu Ben Levi, Ilmali, Mikor Kasev. Had this Pasuk not been written, Yefshel Lo Imra, it would be impossible to say, Kivi Yachol. Now what is this like? I mean, we can all relate now. Ke'adam she'noise mashvi alpanov. Right? A person who has a mask on his face. Umevakesh la'ashlicha imenu. He just wants to rip it off. Okay? So that's the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu is to the Rishayim. That his urge to punish Rishayim is like the urge when you're wearing a mask to rip that mask off. He won't delay, right? For Rishayim, he will pay back retribution swiftly. That's for Rishayim. However, the schar for tzadikim, he will make them wait for. What does the Pasuk say? So the Pasuk says, That it means to mitzvahs, those are only available to you today. After you're gone, right, there's not going to be any mitzvahs to do. Right? You don't get schar, there's no concept of mitzvahs. So we see here that when does the schar come to Tzadikim? It takes a while. It doesn't do, you don't get the schar immediately like the Rishayim will get the punishment immediately. The Pasuk says, Why does it say, Right, he's uh, it take, that, that he has a uh, a lot of patience. Erech apayim, it's a lashon, right? Double lashon. Erech af mi boyale. Ela erech apayim litzadikim. Erech apayim lurishayim. What it means is 
that um, it takes him, yeah, it takes him a long time to get angry at the Risharim, but once he gets angry, he pays, he pays back. And what, 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 when he's talking about the Tzadikim, what are we talking about? That to pay the Tzadikim their schar, okay, that they don't get the schar immediately, like we were just saying, that the schar comes, la'asadlavai. Okay, so we were talking over here, um, back to the Mishnah. So back in Pasi Birois, right? We said, Rabbi Yehuda holds that Pasi Birois would only work ad beisosayim. Okay, that you can't, not, a larger, not an area larger than beisosayim. So now we want to know, when we said beisosayim, ibayaluhu, bar upasin ka'amar, oidilma bar veloi pasin ka'amar. When we said, that, according to Yehuda, that you get an area of up to base Asayim with your Pasi Birois, are we talking about the bar itself or the whole area? What's the difference? What's the nafkamina? If it's the bar itself, then you would have an extra four Amas, two on each side. Or actually probably eight square Amas, right? Two, 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 because it's four sides. Okay, but it's a difference. So the whole difference here we're talking about is 5,000 Amas or 5,008 Amas. Right? That's the whole difference. So Adam, what's, what's the study of the Shiloh? Adam, a person, who does a person put, right, does he, does, he, does, he, does he fix his attention to the bar? What's the whole concern here? The whole concern here is that when we talk about a karfeif, that he might come, if we allow you to go bigger than 5,000 square amas, then Beis Asayim, that you might come and make your Karfeif, the Mechitzis of your Karfeif, bigger than Beis Asayim. And the din, oh, and the din is, right, that Karfeif, the Mechitzis, you only get a, a, up to Beis Asayim. Okay? So, do we say, Adam Nesin Einav Bebari Veligas Yinah Dama Salus Nesil Yasin Beis Asayim? Or is our concern that, that a person is going to look at the mechitzas and therefore the mechitzas can't be bigger than Beis Asayim? So we're going to look at the bar of the mechitzas. If we're going to look at the bar, then we'll give you up to Beis Asayim in the bar and we'll actually let you go on your mechitzas a little bit longer. The extra two amas around each side. If the concern is the mechitzas, the question is when a person uh, visually in, looks at a space, right? does he look does he look at the bar of the space or is he going to look at the mechitzas in the space? And if he's going to look at the mechitzas in the space, then we can only limit your mechitzas to base asayim so that you don't come to, do, to, to make mechitzas of more than base asayim by karfeh. Toshima. So the Bryce says, Kama mikkorvin, shalpara. How close do you make your pasi to the bar? Shalpara to fit, right? We said two amas so you could fit the head and the roiv of the para. How far? That's the Chachamim Shita. As much as you can make the Pasi as large as you want, Rabbi Huda Eimer, Beis Asayim Mutter, Yes, Beis Asayim Aser. So he says clearly that's Rabbi Huda Shita that you only, by Pasi Baras, you only get a Beis Asayim. Amrulei Rabbi Yehuda, Iyatamayde B'dir V'sayar. So the Chachamim said back to him, what are you talking about? Dir Sayar HaMuktzah V'chatzar, Afilu Chameshes Kurim, Beis Aseres Kurim, Shemotar, right? That even if it's super large, it's going to be Mutter. And like we explained, okay, like we explained and you're using the space inside by a deer, sayar, muksa, etc. So to here, you're using the bar, the water inside the possibly rice. So what should the problem be? So Amar Lahem, um, right? So Amar Lahem, so Rabbi Huda responded, Zu pasim, that you can't compare mechitza to pasim. Okay, so far this is just a copy of our Mishnah. Now, but here's where our kasha is going to come from. Rishim ben Elazar, or Arai is going to come from. Rishim ben Elazar, Aymer. Bar beisasayim abeisasayim motor. That if you have a bar that's exactly based on sign, based on sign, it's going to be motor. 
Okay, so what do we see? Now we have a th- we introduce a, th- a third shita. We have the Rabbanon who hold, you can make it as large, you can make the Pasibiram as large as you want. Rabbi Yehuda, we said Beis Hasayim. And now we're asking, is it the amount of the bar or the whole base, or the whole rice? And then we have Rav Shimon ben Elazar, who clearly says that the bar is base asayim. So the fact that Rav Shimon ben Elazar holds the bar is base asayim, it must be that Rabbi Yehuda, when he limits the base asayim, means the possum, the whole area. But, okay, so bar He called it bar So we we see clearly. That Rabbi Huda must, when he said that you're limiting the size of your Pasi Biroz to a base Hasayim, he must be including not just the bar, but the entire space, and you're maxed out at base Hasayim. The Gemara says, No Raya Baloihi. Rabbi Huda bar Baloi Pasim Kamar. He's only talking about the bar. So then the Gemara's going to ask the obvious, the obvious Kasha. Well, if so, that's Rushim bin Alazar Shita. Ihachi, Hainam Shim bin Alazar. So now you have two, two Tanayim who say that you're limited to a bar of. So Ikabinayo that no, there's there's a machikis between Rashim and Alazar and Rabihuda, Arich Vikatam. Okay, that there's a difference. The question is the dimensions. What is the well more more I would say more what is the shape? That according to Rabbi Yehuda, they're both going to agree, you're right, that you, maybe you're limited to a bar of base asayim, which is five thousand square amas. The question is the shape. Rabbi Yehuda holds it could be rectangle, it could be any size, you have a total area of, of five thousand square amas. Rav Shimon Elazar holds that you're limited, it's only, you're only allowed to go up to base assignment if it's square. That it has to be, and we're going to see this, like we, we had this, we alluded to this by Tchumen, that it's 70 and two-thirds by 70 and two-thirds. Right, that's the square root of 5,000. That is the size. The point is that you want to know what they're arguing about? You're right, they both agree you're limited to a bar base assignment. They're arguing about whether the base assignment, it has to be square, or you're allowed up to base assignment of any shape. Even if it's not square, and that would be Rabbi Hudashita. Now, just to finish off that Brisa, Klal and Rishim and Elazar, that this is a Klal that Rishim and Elazar says, Kol Avir Shetashmisha Ladira, any time, right? Now, we've had this before as well, that any time you're using, Kol Avir Shetashmisha Ladira, Kigoyin Dir Besayar Muktzav Chatzar, then if you're using the space, now we're talking, we're not, we're not talking about uh, Pase Birois here, we're talking about any regular space, I have an open expanse, so it depends. If I'm using it as, let's say, a pen for cattle, right, or I'm using it as, as a farm, so then I don't care how big it is, dear Basar, because again, that is Tashmisha Ladira. I'm using the space inside. Therefore, I need it for something. So then you're not limited to a base asayim. Dear Basar, Muktzav Achatzar, I feel the base Chamisha is going to be a Sasar, Kurim, Mutter, the Choldira, Shetashmisha Lavir, if you're using it for the airspace, okay, meaning that you're not using it for the space inside. But rather, Kigayim Borgen and Shabbat, so this like a watcher's hut, right? Where, why is the person going into the hut inside? He's going into the hut to, to, to watch the space outside. So he, there's nothing inherent in this space. that there's not, The purpose of the fence is not for this space. The purpose of why he fenced in this area is so that he has a place to rest, to get some shade, right? But he's not inherently using the space. Then you're going to be limited, okay? Kigayim Borgen and Shabbat, so this space is motor, yes, and base of Asr. You are not able to, um, the, the fence will not work for more than base asayim. And like a karfeif, that's considered enoi mukof ladira. Right? And we're going to go into this over the next week or so. We're going to have this concept of mukof ladira and then mukof ladira. Okay, but the bottom line is that an empty space that has no, nobody's living there or nobody uses the space, your mechitzas are going to be limited to base asayim. And that's what we're saying here. Zakta Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer. 
Let's say, when we're talking about Pasi Bereis over here, so let's say you set up your Pasi Bereis, Okay, so imagine you set up your Pasi Bereis, and now the Oilam continues to go right through it. So the question is, what do you do? Is, do we say what's called the concept of Asi Rabim Mubatal Mechitsa? Will the fact that the Rabim continues, right, the whole idea is that Rishis HaYachid, you're creating, Pasi Bereis, you're creating Rishis HaYachid. Rishis HaYachid is the opposite of Rishis HaRabim, right? But if the Rabim are going through, so can, are they mavatal your mechitza? Rabbi Yehuda holds yes, and therefore, you move the Rishis HaRabim to the side. You have to move them outside, so you direct traffic, you put yield signs, right? And you have the, the, the traffic go around the Pasi Birois, because otherwise, it will be mavatal your mechitza, so it will mess up your mechitza. So you don't need to. Zak de Gemara, Right, you could have the Ram go right through according to Rabbanan. Zakti Gemara. Rebbe, Rebbe Yechanan, Rebbe Lazar, the Amr Tavayu, that both of them hold, We see that we see what the power of Mechitzas are according to the Rabbanan, that even if the Rabbim go through them, we're still going to consider it a Mechitza and make that area Rosh Hashayachim. So, Frek the Gemara, Khan you want to say that Rebbe Yechanan, Rebbe Yechanan, Rebbe Lazar, they say, this is a power that, well, that sounds like they hold. They're, they're, they're agreeing with their Rabbanon here. Except, So remember, we had this on Davav, that Yerushalayim, you had a city, right? And you had essentially a street that went through, right through, from one, you know, Shar this to Shar that, right? All the way through. And it was Mephulosh. And what did Rav Yechanan say? If not for the fact that the doors were closed that night, now we have doors and there's no way to say that it's going to be considered a Rosh Hashanah going through because there's doors. There's no doors on Rosh Hashanah. So we see that what? That having a Rabim, a Rosh Hashanah going right through your Mechitzas will be Mavatal your Mechitzas. So Rabbi Yechanan doesn't hold the Rabbanah. So Ella, you have to say, Khan Veloi Sviralei. So you're right that Rabbi Yechanan was just coming to report on what the Kayach of the Rabbanan is, but he himself holds like Rabbi Yehuda, and he holds that, that if you have a Rosh Hashanah going right through your Mechitzas, that's going to be Bavatul your Mechitzas. And that's the fundamental Machlekes here. Now, Barami, now we're going to have a steer, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Ditanya, Yeser Al-Kain, I'm Rabbi Yehuda. We've had this a few times, going back in Shabbos. Let's say you have two houses on two sides of Rishus Harabim. Okay? And now we're saying, so you have a house on one side, a house on the other side, and Rishus Harabim going right through the middle. He says that you can put a lechi, and then Rabbi Yehuda says you can carry there. So that sounds like a clear stira on Rabbi Yehuda, because Rabbi Yehuda here says that if you have Pasei Burois, that you can't, and the Rabbim goes through it, it's going to be Mavatu your Mechitzos. So I don't understand. And, and where they have the Rosh Hashanah going right through in between my two houses. Amrullah, what did the Rabbanon say? They say, you can't make a Rosh Hashanah. So now it sounds like the Rabbanon hold that if you have a Rosh Hashanah going through your Mechitzos, it's going to be Mavatul it. And by possibly be rise, they said that you don't have to move it, that the Rabbanon can go through. So we have a, 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 a steer between Rabbi Yehuda and the Rabbanon. Kasha, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, Kasha, Rabbanon, Rabbanon. So the Gemara answers, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, like Kasha. Depends. 
When you have two houses on two sides of Rosh Hashanah, you have two real mechitzas. And Rabbi Yehuda holds two real mechitzas. That's Rabbi Yehuda Shita. Remember we had this before? Rabbi Yehuda Shita is that makes a real Rosh Hashanah. So the answer is, is when I have real mechitzas, you're right. And then, I now have real mechitzas and I'm good. By possibly rust, you don't even have, you, don't have, you have zero real mechitzas. You have these quasi-demudin, right? You have these posts. They're not real mechitzas. And that's why Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold that Asi Rabba Mavachna Mechitza. That by Pasi Birois, I have four mechitzas. My mechitzas now make a Rosh Hashayachid. So then, my Rosh Hashayachid is not going to be Mavachna Rosh Hashayachid because I have four mechitzas. I have all the necessary ingredients. I, they're weak walls. I don't care that they're weak walls. That doesn't bother me. The walls, however they worked, create Rosh Hashayachid. Once I have Rosh Hashayachid, the Rabbim can't go through it. Over there, when it's only two walls, the Rabbim are old that I don't have Rosh Hashayachid. Right? That's their Shita. Hasam leka shem dalad mechitzas. Okay? And that's how we answer this to you. Amar v'yitzak b'rav Yasef. Okay, so new sugya. Amar v'yitzak b'rav Yasef. Amar v'yitzak b'rav Yasef. Eretz Yisrael ain chayav and alayam mishem rishas harabim. That Eretz Yisrael is not going to have a din of Rishas Harabin. Sounds fascinating. Yosef Rabdimi Amr Lala Shmaitza. So you're saying over this Gemara, Amr Lala Abayi Rabdimi Abayi Sat Rabdimi, my taima. Why doesn't Eretz Yisrael have a din of Rishas Harabin? Elaim Mishin Demakif Solma Ditsur. Because you have the rocky cliffs, Mehach Gisa, or the rocky heights, Solma Ditsur, on one side, and and you have the cliffs on the other side. So what we're basically saying is that the natural contours of the land will impact your Rishos HaRabim, right? Because of the way, it's, it's never gonna, you, you always have walls on both, you always have walls on the sides, and you have to, right, you snake around the mountains, and the natural contours of the land create mechitzas, essentially you have let's say, areas that are dalid, that are yud high within Dalin Amas, right? So you have natural walls, and that's why you'll never have a Rosh Hashanah If so, you want to tell me that the natural topography of the land gives me mechitza. So too in Babel, right, we've had this early yam, right? If you have an ocean coming up next to a, a mavo, that counts as a mechitza. So, well, Babel's got two rivers. It's got the Paras, the Pras River, and the Diglos River on the other side. And, even more, the Kuliyama Namib, Makuf Ukainis. What do you mean? You have the oceans, the Atlantic Ocean, the Pacific Ocean, the oceans, right? So, if you go far enough, there's Mechitzas everywhere. So then, no, you should never ever just around them anywhere. So that's not going to make sense. So the Gemara says, Dilma Mailois Umayrados Ka'amar. Ka'amar. Right? Maybe we're talking about that the, the fact that it's very, the inclines and the uh, declines, okay? So again, what we're saying is that you're right, that having mechitzas somewhere out far, that's not going to help you because otherwise then the whole world will never have Rishas Harabim. But rather what we're saying is that the steep inclines, again, when you talk about the natural contours of the land from an incline and decline perspective will basically essentially uh, create uh, Rishas Hayachids for you because again, you have, imagine what we said, a tell that's, that's Yud High and Dalad, right? We've already had that. That is its own Rosh Hashayachim. So now when you have a steep enough incline up and down, so you're never going to have that because of the way the roads are and the natural uh, topography of the land and that it's very steep, um, both up and down, right? So 
So you're therefore, the, and, and that's why Eretz Yisrael is specific. So Amar Leh, so he responded, Rav Dimi responded, Karkafna chazisa l'reishach be'amudeh, okay, is the Lushan of Adam Chashev, saying, oh, you're a very smart guy, I, I, when, I, when, I, when you gave me this answer, it looks to me, like Rav Yechanan said this, right, it's a buy Rav Dimi having a vikuach, they're going back and forth, about what Rabbi Yechanan said. Rabbi Yitzchak said, B'shem Rabbi Yechanan. So he's saying, ah, that must be what shot is. And it's a great shot. It's that the inclines. It's Marnami, Kiyasa Rabban, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Bamil Ravavo, Amar Rabbi Yechanan. And yeah, we talk to see the Rabbi Yechanan, we have a member of B'shem Rabbi Yechanan, that Malos Umoyder Shabarit Yisrael, Ein Chayavan Alem B'shem Rabbi Rabbim. Why? Okay, because that's not the way we're starting. Imagine that where did this whole concept of Shabbat Rabbim come? It comes from the midbar. In the midbar, the Rosh Hashanah was flat. Desert is flat lands. Right? It was flat. And therefore, when you have inclines, st- uh, steep inclines and declines, that is, that's not going to be a Rosh Hashanah. It's not a... Okay. Ba'yiminei rachmamei rabba. Let's say, tela meslaked asara mitoich arba. So let's say I have... Now this is coming to put these two sugyas kind of back to back together. So Rav Masim Rav, let's say I have a mound that is 10 high within Dalit Amos, Virabim Baikim And Lamaisa, the Rabim go through it. So now we want to know, Now, I'll leave the that of course, according to the Rabbana, it's not even going to be a Shiloh. They hold Rabim coming through Mechitzas, aren't Mavato. Right? It's very easy to go across. Right? It's wide open. It's, it's easy for the Rabbim to get through. And yet, the fact that the Rabbim have access and they can go right through your Pasi Birois is not going to be So, of course, your Mechitzas are going to remain intact and it's going to be considered a Right? I'm sorry, it's going to, it's going to be considered a Rishis Hayachid. That the fact that Rabbim come through it is not going to be Mavato Rishis Hayachid. Maybe only by Pasi Biro'ois are we going to say that if the Rabbim come through the Pasi Biro'ois, it'll be Mavatolet because it's Nichatash Mishte. It's, it's wide open. It's a wide open area and the Rabbim can go through. But maybe, okay, when you're talking about a, um, a mound, that is four. That is ten high within four amas, right? That it's not easy, right? People have to walk up the hill and down the hill, right? It's not the same as just walking right through a pasibi rise. So maybe So he said that you're going to be chayiv mishum rishus harabim. Okay, that the Hiloch Rabbim, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is going to be mavatol your mechitza. And what we're saying is that when Rabbi Yehuda said. Rabbi Yehuda said it's mevatel, it's not just, the, the hilach of Rabbim is mevatel, mechitzta, it's not just by the Pasi Birois, but it's even, it's even by a tel on the Slaki. Okay, what happens if it's so steep that the only way, right, it's the only way to get up is by uh, walking up, a, walk, you know, holding a rope to get up that, that, that hill. Are you still going to say that that's considered a Rosh Hashanah you're still going to say that if, if, if it's so hard to walk through, that it's still going to be an Asi Rabbim of Atom Chitzta? So I'm going to lay in. He says, yeah. Vafilu Bemala is based Moroin. Okay. And uh, right, there's a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah that says, even by the Moron, right? We say Kivne Moroin. That's one of the Pshatim in the Sanat Taikif. 
that we pass before our question Maron, basically it's a way of saying single file. That the only way it's such a narrow space that it's single file, are we still going to say that since it's a hiloch, makam hiloch of rabim, that the rabim can go through it, yeah, only one at a time, but the rabim goes through, you should say, yeah, that it's going to be a vato yom mechitzas. in, he says, yeah, even that's going to be a vato, me vato. So now we're going to have a series of, of questions on Rabbi Yehuda. Eisvei, we ask the following, the chatzar that the rabim go through, v'yaitzin bayi, uh, that if they, the rabbim go in and the rabbim go out. Okay, so we see that your rabbim are going through this chatzar. So it's, it's yeah, it's a rishas yachid, but your rabbim are going through. What do we say? Rishas harabim latuma, but rishas yachid l'shabbos. It's going to have different rishas yachid l'shabbos. Now, money. Maybe you'll tell me, let me rabbanon. You want to tell me, Jesus rabbanon. And that's why, even though the rabbim are going through your chatzar, what do the rabbanon hold? When the rabbim go through it, it's still a rishas yachid, no problem. It's very easy to walk through, right? It's wide open on all four sides. And yet, here, where they have to squeeze through a chatzar, like Kol Shekane, of course, your mechitzas are going to, your mechitzas is going to be good. It's no chiddish. I didn't need to tell him according to Rabbanon. So it must be that this whole price is going according to Jesus Rabbi Yehuda. And what we're saying is, that only by Pasi Birois, where it's Nichatash Mishdei, will we say that the Rabbim will be Mavatal Yomachitza. But in a place where the access is not as great, where you have to squeeze through, then Rabbi Yehuda is not going to hold that the, the fact that the Rabbim go through there or use that space will be Mavatal Yomachitza. So Gemara says, no. Right, so that's a stira because we said that Rabbi Yehuda is going to hold that if the Rabbim have access through your Hayachid, even if it's by walking with a rope or even Kibbeneh Maraim, no matter how tight it is, if the Rabbim go through your, your Mechitzas, then it's Mavatal your Rishas Hayachid. So that's a Kasha. So the Gemara says, no, 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 no Kasha from this Brisa. La'oilam Rabbanon. This whole Brisa is the Rabbanon. And I, you said, what's the Chiddush? I'll tell you. The Chiddush is that it's a Rishas Rabbanon for Tumah. And it's not coming. The Rabbanon were, yes, according to Rabbanon, of course it would be a dinner of Rishas Hayachid. There's no Chiddush that for Shabbos purposes, this would have a dinner of Rishas Hayachid. I, why are we bringing the Brisa? We're bringing Rishas Rabbanon to Tumah. We're going to ask the same Kasha and give the same, a kasha, we're going to ask a similar Kasha and give the same answer right, again. Tashima. So if you have a mavoi mefulosh in a bar, which the Gemara is going to try to understand what exactly that means in a second. Mevoiz mefulosh is bibayris, in a bar, bishichin, in a pit, ma'aris, and in a cave, which is hayachid l'shabbos, which is harabim l'tumah. It's a rishis hayachid for Shabbos purposes, and a rishis harabim l'tumah. Right now, just the nafkamina rishis harabim l'tumah is that a suffix tumah rishis harabim is, is not going to be tummy. Right, there's a difference. We make a di- we have a difference by tuma. We learn from seitav and istra that we that, that from tuma we learn that by tuma you um, you need it, it's only rishus hayachid that suffix is going to be tummy, but rishus harabim suffix is going to be tar, and that's why we have the difference in here. But anyways, so the gemara tries to understand bibayrus alkadaitach. You just said mevayis mafulashes bibayrus. You have a mavi in a bar. How does that make any sense? Ella libaris. What we're talking about is that the mavi is mafulash to a bar, and what we mean is that imagine that you have uh, your uh, a bar that basically takes up your entire your entire mavi, okay? And then the rabbim you just kind of have to squeeze along the side. So the point is, we're saying yachad l'shabes, we're saying rabbim l'tuma. 
Okay, but it, the point is that it's mafolosh, right? And again, the, the rabbin's going through it. So we're going to say it as dinner, we say yachad l'shabbos. And again, money, the rab. so the, what are the critical factors? And what are we asking, Kasha? The rabbin goes through it, and we're saying it's a rishos ha-yachad. Okay, now money. Again, it's easy to walk through. That we won't say that the fact that the rabbin can get through here because you have this bar right in the middle taking it all up. You have to squeeze through. So then, of course, like of course, that the fact that the rabbin could get through your shayach is not going to be vatel it. You have to say Rabbi Yehuda he. So you have to say it's Rabbi Yehuda, and what again we see that according to Rabbi Yehuda, even if the rabbin can get through, but it's not easy for them to get through, it's not going to be mavatel. And that's, that's, a, that's a steer to what we just said. We said that if the rabbin gets through, it's mavatel, you're mechitza. So the Gemara answers, loy. No. Lo'olam rabbanon. Again, it's going to be Shusha Rabbanon versus Rabbanon Latuma, it's Rikhalei. Ah, you asked me, according to the rabbanon, what's the Chiddush that it's going to maintain Rosh Hashayachin? Yeah, you're right. For Shabbos, there's no Chiddush that's going to maintain Rosh Hashayachin. It's just coming to tell you that it's Rosh Hashayachin for tone purposes. Why, why would it be a problem coming to Rabbi Yehuda? Rabbi Yehuda holds two walls as enough anyway. Rabbi's going to have two other walls. Rabbi, there's, there's a different point. And that is that there's a, the fact that there's a Hiloch Rabbin, a Hiloch Rabbin through will be Mavatli and Mechitza. Yeah, but we just said before by the two button that because Rabbi Yehuda says it's okay because I have two real walls around. We have the two houses across the, on, on, the, on the sides of the, across the Right, right. Right? So we said the answer to that is Rabbi Yudah only holds, he only needs two, two walls. So therefore the Rabbi don't break real walls. So, so the, they're not breaking walls, right, correct. Right, so the Mavri has to have, Mavri by definition, is going to have to have two real walls, at least according to Rabbi Yudah. Right. So that's why it's not problem. So, so we see here, we, we see here that we're asking in, in, okay, we see here that we're asking clearly in Rabbi Yehuda. We're asking Rabbi Yehuda that, that if, if it's a place that the Robin uses, I don't know, I, it's a very technical answer that I'm going to give you right now, and I'm going to say that in that case over there, the Robin's not necessarily using it. It is just a Robin Hilo through it, but I don't, I don't know that that's the right answer. I don't know that that's the right answer. The point is, I, the, the, I, I understand, your question's about Kafka. I'm, I'm, I'm not, okay. Kafka's good Kafka. The bottom line is here, we're asking specifically on the fact that Yehuda is saying that the fact that the Rabbim comes through it, we vato Yomosh Hayafet. Now you want to know how we, de- how we deal with it over there? Okay, we'll have to, we'll have to, uh, we'll have to deal with the sugi over there. Um, Okay? Yeah. But we're, 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 specifically, we're specifically discussing the fact that the Robin could go through it. Um, okay. Tashima. Third, third, right? Third Kash over here. Shvile based Gilgal. So these were, based Gilgal was, um, again, these were steep alleyways or steep Jerachim in Eretz Yisrael. Uchi Rishus Hayachad L'Shabbos. It's going to be Rishus Hayachad L'Shabbos. Rishus Ram L'Tuma. Ve'ezu Shvile Beis Gilgal. What are these Shvile Beis Gilgal? These paths of Beis Gilgal. Amidu Rebbe Yanai. Kol She'ena Eved Yachal Lito Sa Shal Chitin. 
V'yaretz lefnei sarajit, that if a Eved is carrying a sav chitin, and he runs in front of his master, right? So what are, well, what are we saying here? The point is, again, it, the Rabbim goes through it, and yet we're saying, it's Rosh Hashayachal Shabbos, money. Over there, where you can easily move through. So again, there's a third, we're asking this question a third time. Of course, here, where it's very narrow and it's hard to get through, that it's going to still be considered a Rosh Right, so Elamai must be that it's Rabbi Yehuda, and we see clearly that the fact that the Rabbim could get through, and it's difficult to, for them, that Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree to the Chachamim that it's not going to be a Matal Yerusha Sayyachim. So, so we answer here, we answer a different answer. I'm only Shvili based Gilgal, right? Whoa, you're, talking, you're asking me from Shvili based Gilgal? Yehoshua Ayyav Yisrael Haya. Yeshua was an Ayyav Yisrael, and therefore we're talking about right, the original Yeshua that brought um, Ka Yisrael into Eretz Yisrael. So, Omar v'tikin lahem drachim v'saracha. Yeshua made the roads, right? He planned the roads in Eretz Yisrael. Kol hecha denicha tashmishdei. Any time it was nicha tashmishdei, masra l'rabim. Kol hecha deloy nicha tashmishdei, masra l'yachid. So therefore, even if Rabbim are biking by Rabbi Yehuda says, I would agree with you in a case where it was never masra l'rabim, I would agree with you that it's going to still retain its Rishos Hayachid. Okay, and therefore, he's going to agree. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and it, so, so Rabbi Yehuda is going to agree that any place where it was never Masra L'Rabim, it was never meant to be Rishos Hayachid, that the fact that the Rabbim happens to go through Rishos Hayachid, it's not going to, it's not going to break Rishos Hayachid. And then Elamai, you have to say that all these cases that we said before, even with the Chevel and even with the Salmos Tetzor, that those are areas that were given to the Rabbim. They were never meant to reach the Sayyach. They were given to the Rabbim. They were just very difficult to climb up. There, Rabbi Yehud is going to hold that the fact that the Rabbim go through it, so we see a qualification in the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, just to summarize... Okay, so we start off just finishing some of these psukim in Shir Ashir, and we said, what does it mean, Kvitzis of Taltalin, that Shlomo Melech was derish on every Kvitz, Kvitz was Torah, teal and teal and piles and piles, right? And we said, Shchirim Ka'erev, the Pasuk, right? Shchirim, that's black, Ka'erev. And we had three Pshatim, that somebody who wakes up early and stays late to learn, somebody who's Mashkir Panav, he toils to learn, and someone who is, uh, makes himself an Achzari. Right on his bnei beisai, in order to learn, he sacrifices everything. Mishalim l'sainav. We said that a kaddish baruch we were brought in the pasuk. We said on male kasev, right? That we wouldn't be able to say this. That a kaddish baruch is is uh, impatient, so to speak, to punish the the um, the rishayim, but to give tzadikim that he takes his time with. Okay, he waits. Lasa lavai. We said hayyim lasayischem l'makol kabbas charam, and we explain why it's erech hapayim. 
that he's patient. He's patient to get angry at the tzaddikim, uh, at, at the Rishayim, but he's patient to pay the tzaddikim. Okay, and then we said, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that Pasibi Rois were based on and we asked, are we talking about the whole entire area of the Pasibi Rois or just a bar? And, um, and we tried to bring a raya from the fact that, uh, right, we're, we're, we're going to be geyser atu, atu karfif. Now, we tried to bring a raya from the fact that we brought Rosh Hashim Lazar who says, that it's just a bar, that Rabbi Huda must be the entire area. And we said, no, it's no raya, because it could be that they're both holding, they're both limiting, they're both limiting the area of the bar to base Asayim. And what's the machlekes? The machlekes is on, on the uh, dimensions. Does it need to be square, or could it even be rectangular? Okay, and then we said, according to Rabbi Yehuda, if there's a Rosh Hashanah mafsik between the pasim, then you have to move the Rosh Hashanah off to the side. The Rabbanah held, you don't need to. Okay, and Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Lazar, they say, we learn from Shittas Rabbanon, okay, that we see that the Mechitzas, even if the Rabbanon go through, a Mechitzas is a Mechitza, and that gives you Rishas HaYachid, and we said that Rabbi Yechon himself does not hold of it. We asked Astira on, on Rabbi Yehuda, on Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, and Rabbi Yehuda, from the case of the, of, of the case of the two houses on the side of Rishas and we answered that, that the reason why Rabbi Huda will hold there that even if Baki Barabim, right, that it's not going to be about the Mechitzas because you have two real Mechitzas. And the Rabbanon hold that, that it's a question of having four Mechitzas. And even if I have two, that's not going to be a Rishas HaYachid. And why possibly Royce will say that even if the Rabbanon go through, it's going to be okay. That's because, um, <clears throat> that's because I have four Mechitzas. Then we brought the uh, memory of Yitzhak, Rav Yitzhak, Rav Yitzhak, Rav Yitzhak, that Eretz Yisrael, you're not going to be chayv b'shem Rishus Harabim, okay? Because we tried to ask, is it because uh, it has malkuf, it has uh, natural topography of the land, um, right? That you have cliffs and, and rocky mountains. We said no, that can't be because then, if so, bubble would be the same situation. In fact, the whole world would be the same situation because you have the ocean surrounding everywhere. So we said that it must be because you have of the steep inclines in the land, right? So the steep inclines will create. Essentially, mechitzas, you'll never have Rishus Harabim. Okay, and then we asked, um, we asked, uh, according to, according to Rabbi Huda, when we talk about Telemislakit, Teich Dalad Amas, right, so according to uh, a mound, right, so essentially a steep incline, according to Rabbanon, of course, it'll still, even if the Rabbim go up the hill and down the hill, it'll still have a din of Rishus, still have a din of Rishus Hayachad. The question was, according to Rabbi Huda, and we said, yeah, even if they have to use a rope to pile, even if it's really, really narrow, according to Rabbi Huda, if the Rabbim goes through it, it's Mavatni Mechitzas. And we asked uh, essentially three kashas on that. We answered two of them. And the third one, we said that by Eretz Yisrael, that because Yeshua did not give it over to the Rabbim, so then he will agree that in that case, if the Rabbim goes, even if the Rabbim goes through it, since it wasn't Masra the Rabbim, he's going to agree that it'll retain, by Eretz Yisrael, it'll retain its status of Yashayachim.